Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 135 of the High Sensitivity Podcast, and thank you for listening. If it's your first time here, we talk about video game and movie news, as well as what we watched or played over the week. My name is Barry, along with my co-host. My name is Craig, switching things up by going first. My name is also Craig. Welcome to God of War Week. Yeah, yeah. What we aren't going to switch up is the programming for today's show, which means we're going with news first. <laughs> of okay. course. Uh, we're going to talk about the biggest news this week, and it's that Ask Ketchum, after 25 years of trying to win the Pokemon Championship, wins the Pokemon Championship. <laughs> you can find the videos all over Twitter. Twitter was kind of the first one to break it. We have not gotten the English dub yet, in which when the English dub comes out, I will cry. I will absolutely <laughs> fucking cry. I was, what season are they on? Uh, this oh, is, so I don't know how many seasons, but it's Pokemon Journeys. It's the one on okay. Netflix. Okay. Netflix of all things has the finale to his has the finale to all this. But, you know, on top of that, and this was kind of talked about even before uh, Journeys came out, is that when when Ash Ketchum becomes the Pokemon master in which he said he would do in the beginning of the whole show 25 years ago, the creator said that it would be time to move on to a new main character afterward. Ooh. So. He wins the world championship, but does that make him a Pokemon master? That's what the internet is trying to find out. That's it for Barry on Channel 5 News. Back to you, Craig. <laughs> oh, man. So they are they there's no word yet then, huh? If they're going to go away from him. No, because that's what the internet can't figure out is the internet doesn't okay. know if this makes him a Pokemon master or not and whether or not this means the new because the next season of Pokemon they're working on is an Arceus. Uh, okay. so mm -hmm. okay. there is a good, good time chance. to introduce somebody else, right? That's my thinking as well. Yeah. Yes. Is that it, it would be a good time because in Arceus, it's kind of like, it's got nothing to do with Ash Ketchum really. Um, right. it's more, and it's no, not it like Arceus doesn't, or Arceus does not have like the main formula in which most Pokemon games go where, you know, you beat eight gym leaders and then we'll blam shabam. You're, you know, facing the elite four. That's not how this one works. So it may yeah. be a good time to introduce something new. But I mean, the dude's been 12 years old for 25 years. It's about 10. Time. Yes, but he 10 years, 10 years. <laughs> but he did tell us he did promise us at the beginning that he would be. And and I don't know. I don't know if y'all laughed at him. I didn't. I believed every word he said, because Ash Ketchum is that headstrong. It's so, <laughs> yeah, I think, I, you know, I think it's a deep rooted message about, you know, follow your dreams uh, and the sociological impact of a mm -hmm. 10 year old somehow having all of the memories of the past 25 years of the show that's been going on because mm -hmm. they, they like, they kind of show that they show like his first team and the first, you know, generation, the Johto generation, like they went through all of his like Pokemon teams as he went through the elite four and, you know, went through all the championship stuff. So it was kind of like this big send off moment. It felt like it kind of really felt like a good send off moment. So me personally, if they decided to, to introduce something new, that's going to be cool. Uh, but if not, you know, it Pokemon will just continue to rack in more money than God. So, you know, yeah. whatever they decide to do will probably be just, be, be just fine, whether it's I mean, Ash or not. It'll be watched. Having him go on this journey for 25 years and, you know, the impact it had on everybody's life, right? It, you almost have to step back and think, does this have the same impact on our lives as something like a Food Wars does? <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know 
Food Wars in the short time that it was there, you know, definitely, definitely had an impact on our lives. And will I remember 25 years from now? We'll see. You know, Food Wars is done. There is no, there is no many, you know, unless another series (laughs) comes out of Food Wars. Who knows? But yeah, right now, are we going to have to tell? Are we going to have to tell our watchers and our listeners to make sure they at least watch the first episode? Because we'll be we'll be referencing Food Wars once every every episode from here. Yep. Listen, we don't have scorn anymore, so I had to move on to something else. That's true. I And I would have never thought Food Wars ever <laughs> thought that. In other news, we have Halo Infinite Winter Update is coming out is out and about now with co-op campaign and Forge beta. My thing is it is it too late? To be putting yes. out this stuff. Like no one cares about late. Halo anymore. No <laughs> one. I, yeah. I, I don't know anyone that still plays Halo. Not a single <laughs> person in my entire friends list has touched Halo in <laughs> yes. since finishing the campaign. Yep. Uh, I know there's tons of people who love the multiplayer. I get it. You know. Bygones be bygones. But why? This, why why this release this now in the middle of yeah. God of War? Warzone yep. 2, Pokemon mm-hmm. Scarlet and Violet. Like, this is, like, the wrong time to be releasing this. It should have been released, yeah. I don't know, when the game launched or maybe, like, three months later and people would care. But I mean, no they've, been up, they've been updating the game. It's just nobody's been paying attention. Yeah, but, like, you're also in the wake of Overwatch 2. I mean, Overwatch 2 still fresh. I mean, there's still, there's, like, there's a bunch of stuff that's that is going to take your attention away from that. Yeah, but is the player count still there for Overwatch 2? Or is it starting to taper off now? I have no clue. Like, I haven't heard. Like, I saw a lot of people streaming it, right? But obviously now I see everybody streaming Call of Duty. Um, and then obviously yeah, Warzone. I don't know. I just haven't seen as much of it as I did those first couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, I can't tell by looking at, like, the streamers that I follow on Twitch. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, when I've played recently, I mean, you still can't tell. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not waiting in a line anymore. So that, that, that used to be the reason that you could tell at least how many right. people are trying to access it at the moment. But I don't know. That combined with everything else, uh, I don't I don't think this is the right time. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, it was never going to be the right time for them. So they just got to throw it out there and hope somebody cares, I guess. Yeah, the couple thousand people still playing it. Mm-hmm. Control 2 is in the works, announced. Uh, that's yes, awesome. Yes. I know I I want to play hey, you Control. you should probably play that. Yeah, I should probably play it, to be <laughs> completely honest. Yeah, that you're absolutely right. Uh, but yeah. I haven't yet. But the only person that I know that has finished it is you, Craig. Yeah. Are you excited for Control 2? A hundred percent. I love Control. That game was phenomenal. Um, Remedy, of course. Makers of Alan Wake, one of my favorite games of all time. Um, Control's yeah. up there. I don't know if I'd put Control in like top ten, but it's probably like top fifty all time for me. That game's incredible. All time? Oh yeah, easily. Okay, top I fifty like, easily. I appreciate you saying that because mm-hmm. like I put like ten hours into it and I didn't finish it and I was mad. I forget why. I I, okay. I don't know what I was playing then, but I did put I did put enough time into it. Um, Barry, I recommended to you. Uh, out of the three of us, Craig is gets the least scared by video games, but Control has a has a great vibe in terms of like the atmosphere it creates, and it doesn't necessarily use jump scares to do it. You're just creeped mm-hmm. out the whole time you're in that com- in, in the area that you're in. So it's just a weird feeling the whole time you're in yeah. that building, and that's what they're going mm-hmm. for. But it's just like it's not it's not like a Resident Evil weird. It's just like everything's a little off, and mm-hmm. like you can tell. 
but you're like, I want to know what's happening. Why is this building so weird? Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's a good way of putting you at unease without using like jump scares. It, they did a very, very good job. And then finally for me is Black Panther 2 with a 180 million domestic opening weekend this week. Good for Black Panther 2. Uh, reviews have come out. Uh, it says that it's a pretty, you know, a lot of critics are saying it's a pretty good movie. Uh, it is a little bit of a jumbled mess when it comes to plot wise because it's trying to handle developing Shuri, also introducing the mutants, and also paying uh, respect to Chadwick Boseman, uh, who played, you know, the Black Panther in or T'Challa in the first movie. So it's got a lot going on, but uh, overall reviews say it's pretty good, but it is a little bit messy when it comes to the weight of the story just because it's trying to balance so much. Yeah, I don't like I didn't see it this weekend. I'm going to go next weekend. Craig, did you see it yet? I didn't, but that's that's to be expected that they would have a lot because they're basically trying to hit the ground running with the story and they're trying to transition it. So Chadwick's death was unexpected, as most most deaths are. You know, may he rest in peace and the studio is doing its best to just work around that you know, while still keeping it true to what Marvel fans expect. So, yeah, I plan on seeing it, though. Yeah. And I don't um, I can't take credit for this because I did see somebody on Twitter post this as well. But that hundred and eighty million means that it took Black Panther one weekend to make what was the total gross for Black Adam. Um, And, the you know, the Twitter that was out there was literally saying, like, you know, people who are trying to compare Marvel and DC and they're both doing great things right now. There's no comparison right now. There still yeah. isn't like, I don't want to, I agree with that. I don't want to hear that anymore about like, Oh, they're neck and neck. They've never been neck and neck. And that's okay. You know, Marvel is just like this gigantic entity up here and DC can still put out great movies. Obviously the Batman was awesome. Um, and I want to see black Adam, but like, that's crazy that Black Panther made in, in what, three days, what Black Adam made in like a month, two months, yeah. something like that. Crazy. With 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 The Rock on there. With The Rock. With with The Rock on there. Think about how yep. many people will just want to see movies because The Rock's in it, right. regardless of whether they like superheroes or not. That'll add a family member or two that'll go with you to a movie theater mm-hmm. if they know yep. he's going to be in it, you know, yep. like. And, and go to like the average person who, you know, goes to uh superhero comic book movies and ask them to name one actor in Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever ask them to name one person they won't be able to mm-hmm. right but it doesn't matter because Black Panther is insanely huge um mm-hmm. bigger than the rock for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah but also you got to worry about how much they paid the rock so you got to mm-hmm. recoup all that money so that, <laughs> yeah true that's going to be that's the true. difference there but that's it for news for me let's go right. and what do you guys have um, I have, I have some small ones here. We can kind of go through if you want. Um, first one is Ubisoft cancels pre-orders for Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake. Um, this is one I was kind of like mildly excited to play again, and then it got delayed, then it got delayed again, and now they're canceling pre-orders. So I think it's probably safe to say that this thing is what shelved forever at this point. Dead in the water. It's, it's not going to get yeah. made. Um, maybe they just thought that, you know, the return probably wasn't there. The amount of people who are like, yeah, give me that game are probably lost in the sands, lost to the sands of time. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh man. I'm so proud of you. That was good. So proud of you. Drain that one boys drained it. (laughs) Ain't no question about that. (laughs) So for the 12 other people who were mildly excited for that, I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) 
I am also a little disappointed. Uh, this next one is more aimed towards Barry over here. Uh, EA has predicted that Argentina will win the World Cup with FIFA. How do you feel about that? Argentina's a choke dob. They're not winning anything. <laughs> Let me point this out because I did see this. I had looked it up. It has never been wrong yet with the prediction. Oh, wow. Not one time. Sorry, but Messi's <laughs> going to choke this up. Sorry, it's Argentina. Messi always chokes Messi. this up. Mess. So you think this is the first Hold year that they get it wrong? Star. Absolutely. So who's going to win it then? Uh, if I had to guess, probably England is a very good team. Uh, the only mm-hmm. problem is, is they also no. are a massive choke job. So they could also just choke it away. And Germany is always a really good powerhouse team. So if I have to pick between three, I'm probably going to go with England, Germany, or Brazil. Okay. Not Costa right, we'll Rica. See. I love Costa Rica to death, but if we win, I'm probably going to burn down the United States of America. <laughs> Are you saying not France, Barry? You're not going to give France. You're not going to give um, France a chance. You're not going to give France a chance. Oh, France is going to France probably is going to regress. They're a very good team too, but I'm just not going to name every good team other than Argentina. But Argentina is a choke job, so that's why I'm not. <laughs> that's fair. I don't know, that's man. Fair. They they haven't been wrong yet. So I I feel like you kind of have to go with that if they've managed to pick the right one every single time. But sorry, but who's who's EA when you're going up against the the brainchild that is Barry over here? He knows. Yeah, my it's my literally World Cup is my entire personality for a good like (laughs) month and a half. So, you know, that's what's going to happen. I know I'm going to randomly shout Spanish sayings while I'm at work. Because I'm gonna get a, I'm probably going to get some stupid message about how Costa Rica is losing three zero to Japan. <laughs> That's <bad>. anyway. It's <laughs> a rough life I live. Guys, so. moving, moving on. Uh, let's. I'm gonna dip into the leaks and rumors pool over here because that's always a fun time. We have a fairly credible rumor that the PS5 Slim is coming quarter three of next year. You gonna mm. buy it? No. No. no, you don't want that slightly smaller. Um, so it's not bigger than your TV PS five. I mean, if my PS five is going out, like if it's going yeah. downhill by that point, maybe, but other than that for aesthetics, I'm trying not to buy Sony things for aesthetics. I already told you guys that I have like three different colored PS five controllers mm-hmm. and I'm probably going to get the pro controller when it comes out just so I can have a burgundy and a purple one. You know, I'm going to try to stop doing that, th- those type of things. It's fair. I I know, like, Barry, you and I have talked not on the podcast, but like, I'm just sick of these bundles that are coming out and they don't do anything to the appearance of the console. We've had right. God of War, Call of Duty, uh, Horizon. I know I'm probably missing another bundle that was tied in there. And they just give you the standard white PS5. When this thing was built, to interchange the shell like the 360 did it back in the day right where you get the different face plates it just to me it just screams lazy that that the companies aren't like designing at least something like at the very least put a uh put like the the god of war symbol on the side of it or something yeah i, I don't know i just feel like it's something. lost money mm-hmm. to be honest because you don't even have to do it in bundles if you want right. to sell the face plates just sell yeah. licensed art faceplate yep. you have and you know this goes for two of their two of their series 
God of War and Horizon Forbidden West has two of probably the best art styles I've seen in gaming in a long time. And if you can get the studios you own to put in art that you own, uh, to put it on a console you own, like, I'm sorry, like, the, the point I'm getting at there is that it doesn't cost them anything other yeah. than to produce it. Like, it's not like they need to license the art because they own the studio and they own the console. So it, it you'd think they'd be doing special edition, you know, faceplates for your console yeah. to make it feel like yours. But I don't know. Maybe there's something I don't know that is stopping them from doing that. That's my that's my only kind of prediction, because why wouldn't they be doing it is yeah. is the thing right now. So there mm -hmm. has to be something stopping them, I guess. I guess I really thought that we would see um, faceplates in the bigger collector's editions. I really did mm -hmm. not the actual consoles, but the games themselves, right? Like mm -hmm. these $250 ultimate collector's editions. I really thought either horizon or God of war would include some sort of faceplate just because Sony, because Sony was pushing those colored faceplates pretty hard. And then the price came out and everybody was like, man, I don't need one that bad. But I think if you throw that in there as like a part of a $250 bundle, I'd be kind of jazzed about that to put it on there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know why they yeah. don't. I, it, it's it's definitely something, especially with uh, as big of a, like specifically like God of War and Horizon in particular would be awesome. It'd be well received. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you guys, but like, you know, sometimes when you look at these collector's editions, like you only are really excited about 60% of it. And like you get like a part and you're like, all right, well, I, that's fine. I don't know, Barry, if you're the the one of the three of us who like every single thing <laughs> that would be in a collector's edition, because I know that you do enjoy that a lot, a lot more. But his coffee table is just full of art books. <laughs> I have a lot of art books. books. Yes, I do have a lot of art books. They are the art books for most of my stuff is right there as of the moment. But <laughs> he's, Van he's Vanna Whiting over right here. Vanna <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, like the main thing here and like one thing I'll say about like collector's editions is I like the art books. Of course, I've always liked the art books. Um, it's I I'm a somebody who can't draw. So seeing how like art works, like because because Craig, Craig, you can draw and like mm -hmm. the stuff that you make, I, I would enjoy. Like if you make a whole art book, mm -hmm. I'm buying your art book just to, <laughs> you know, put that out there. Yeah, OK, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> for Horizon Zero Dawn, like the main thing is like, yeah, the statue is awesome. The box is like the box and all the work they put into the box, I think, is a cool experience. But that box right now is hidden with the art books over there <laughs> and the, it's it's small stuff like the thing is i don't live in a college dorm so i try to keep some sort of like i don't know not childish stuff on the wall so i'm not putting a horizon forbidden west cloth map on my wall like as I, you have a zelda I'm, and bravely default posters on your wall yes but yeah. the, but <laughs> he would have <laughs> I'm just he saying. would have to move those he would have to move those Listen, You're you just have to on. learn to embrace it. Look behind me. Yeah, but I don't think these look tacky. <laughs> no, they don't. Yeah, they don't so at that's, all. That's my no. difference. Is yeah. a cloth map on my wall looks tacky. Um, <laughs> I'd have to like buy a cloth flag. No, the, like, no, that's a flag. Flags, flags True. make sense. <laughs> flags make sense. <laughs> Try to defend myself while defending you here. I appreciate it. I love it. Any other uh, news? Uh, yes, I have one more. Um, Final Fantasy 16 news here. 
PlayStation right. 5 exclusive for at least six months. At least. Okay. Um, I mean, I for us, I think that kind of solidifies where we're going to buy it, right? We're just going to buy it on PlayStation. I was buying on PlayStation <laughs> anyway. Yeah, but yeah, for people who don't have that luxury, again, that kind of sucks because last time I checked, right, I'll look around. We still don't have Final Fantasy VII Remake on Xbox, do we? No, I could have sworn. No, I could have swore that came out. I could have because remember when that came out and on the back of the box, which I have over here, it said like there was like a year exclusivity. Right. And we were like, OK, yeah. that means they said there was something too that was out there that they were like will be available on Xbox 2022 or something like that. And as far as I know, I, I don't think it's come out on Xbox yet. I could have sworn that it did. Like, wow. Because I don't because Crisis Core Reunion right. is coming out on Xbox. Yep, that's on so both. Yeah, mm-hmm. l- all right, yeah. Let me just see here because I could have. Maybe you're right. Like I don't think it ever did. I feel like I would have remembered seeing it in Xbox. I just remember specifically because when Final Fantasy VII Remake got announced, I had the Series X, but I did not have the PlayStation Five yet. So for me, I was like, man, Final Fantasy VII is one of my favorite games. I'm not going to be able to play it until next year. But then I ended up getting a PlayStation specifically to play Final Fantasy VII. That was the game I wanted. And then I totally forgot about it ever coming out on Xbox. But I just think that it just never happened. Whether Microsoft just wasn't interested anymore, maybe. What's up? So, and I've just been trying this. I find this interesting. So so a very popular... uh, site for games i am looking mm-hmm. at it right now i currently have like the final fantasy 7 remake edition for ps4 ps5 the okay. moment you click on the xbox one series x it takes you right to crisis core reunion instead like it's oh, it's a literal shit. complete change of game okay uh that it does so it's like it kind of got swept under the rug and then That's uh how you, yeah five years ten years from now we're gonna be sitting around being like Hey, you remember when that was supposed to come out on Xbox? Everybody's going to be like, shh. No, it didn't. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. When you click on a game and it diverts you to another game within, like, yep. within that universe, but like not the actual game, that is literally sweeping it under, yeah. under the rug. Yeah. I have like, to think that Microsoft just wasn't interested, maybe. Right? Maybe they're like, ah, it's been too long. Don't worry about it. Just give us Crisis Core or something. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to see, but... Um... It's very weird. Nothing. I, I can't see anything about it with. Uh, so do you think it happens again with the new no. Final Fantasy? I think that no, one's more important. So. Yeah, that, that'll come out on Xbox, but I guarantee it'll probably be like a year later. Or something. Yeah, that's, that's the that's, that's benefit of owning, I guess, the rights to it, I suppose. I, yeah, yeah. Sony's, makes sense. But, but, you know, to be fair, how we've talked about Sony before, and I know I'm repping Sony, but, you know, they do tend to do things that don't seem to be very consumer friendly all the time. No. Right. Um, But yeah, that's all I had for news. Kick it over to you, Craig. Well, speaking of consumer friendly um, and, and God of war uh, reports are coming out (laughs) that the God of war collector's edition in particular, well, not in particular, because this has happened before with other collector's editions is arriving without the game code (laughs) arriving with two game codes or two codes specifically for in-game aesthetics and not nice. the game code. Nice. <laughs> Which is my That's favorite. That's my favorite. That's my yeah. favorite too. That's what you really want is yeah. in-game for something you can't play. 
<laughs> yeah. And then also that they, there have been some some arriving with the game code without the steel book, which I don't know what's the what's the most or the less evil here. I guess without the steel book, but getting yeah. the game, I don't know. The fact I'd of the matter is, it's a, yeah, it's an ongoing narrative on this podcast because Sony does it, or it happens at least what once every six months at this point. Collectors editions that you're spending a crap ton of money on, not showing up with something that should be more basic when. Ex- with the expectation of spending 200 or 250 dollars yep you know like so, what's, what's the cost of pressing a disc for a big corporation like sony less than a dollar right i don't know about, i don't be. know about that because they like they are expensive discs that like yeah but I it's mass produced it is mass produced i understand that um yeah i'm not i'm not really sure it's probably uh one thing to to look into i'll have i'll, I'll have the answer on that next week there we go <laughs> look forward to Barry's deep dive on the economics of creating a game. I yeah. again, I just think it points to the fact that they're misunderstanding people who want collector's editions that they also want the disc, right? If if I don't care about the disc and I'm going to buy digital, then I'm going to buy that digital version or the digital deluxe version which gives me all the extra stuff. Um I can't imagine that there's a huge amount of people who are like, I only buy digital, but I really want that statue, right? Like majority of people who are like, I want that collector's edition also have shelves and I have some over here of all the physical media they have collected over the years and they want to add to that. Um, So for them to be like, yeah, well, we're going to give you the steel book so you can put it on the shelf. Not the same because again, heaven forbid, somewhere down the line, you lose access to it. You're screwed. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to play it anymore. Yeah, I, I think also like and I, I did announce, I think, pretty early on in the podcast that I wasn't going to be getting in the collector's editions for God of War. But, you know, mm-hmm. it, it it's a lot of the same stuff with what I had to do with Horizon. You know, there's there's a group of people who now are going to be selling their digital copy of the game in order to afford a physical copy so they can put the physical disc in their physical <laughs> steelbook. You know, there's yep. a. There's a line of physical trail to follow rather than a digital one. Because I know, um, who was it? I I had I had given my digital code of Horizon to a friend, and I said, "Give me, give me half. You know, I'll sell this to you half off, so I can go get the game. You know, the physical one, so I didn't have to eat it out, eat, eat the cost of it as much. And you know, he was a friend, so I gave him the friend discount. Uh, But also, you know, like I remember when Tales of Arise ended up being delayed for me, I gave you the code for Tales of Arise. Yes, you did. Which thank you for. Mm-hmm. no problem I guess, I'm just a just a man of the people i guess technically like this isn't the right answer and it doesn't make it right but you could buy this god of war collector's edition play through it um you know get your fill of it and then a year or two from now pick it up at a GameStop bin for 9.99 or know, and, usually and what you get with there. like yeah like sony's greatest hits yeah like when they do yeah. that you'll pr- you can end up picking up the game for 20 bucks Right, you know, and just do it that. that way, I guess. Exactly. But that doesn't make it any more right, I don't think. No, it doesn't. You're still spending extra cash, even though you spent the most cash that you basically could, you know, on it. Yep, yep. It's come to the point where every time I see a big collector's edition, that's the first thing I have to, like, check the fine print for. Because I'm like, man, mm-hmm. if I really want this, I don't want to get it that day and be like, where's my disc? Even though there's yep. literally, like, nothing on discs anymore. The Call of Duty one, I, I think... It was uh, it was like less than a gig is actually on the disc, 
I want to say it was like half a gig total on the disc and the rest yeah. was all being downloaded day one, which is crazy. It's just like a placeholder. That's literally all it is. It's a, yeah. a key saying you're allowed to play it. It's insane. Yeah. Well, I, I need to thank I need to thank the both of you because both of y'all literally talked me out of getting the the collector's edition, or at least helped me arrive at my decision. I don't know if y'all remember that conversation. We mm -hmm. it was in our in our text chat, and I was like, I don't know if I want this. And you guys basically <laughs> were like, you 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 set me in the right direction is what I is what I'll say. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't bought a big collector's happen. edition in a long time. I feel mm -hmm. pretty good about it. I can't talk. I bought yeah. Horizon. You did. That's okay, though. That's <laughs> I, a nice I did as well. Yeah. And it's big. It's a good oh, size. Yeah. yeah. It is. Um, the only other thing I had, which I found interesting, was new Call of Duty update coming tomorrow on the 14th. Um, and with that, not only are we getting quality of life and then obviously Warzone as well, but they're they're saying that it's going to lower the gig size of the game yep. on playstation consoles not xbox like <laughs> specifically and hmm. i just found i found that line that's that sentence or two i found particularly interesting is that specifically on playstation consoles it's going to seemingly lower the gig size of of the actual files like on on, on the on the system but didn't say anything about xbox and <laughs> You know, while there's other great things coming with that update, I just found I just found that particularly um, funny in the not funny way, so to speak. You know, it's just one yeah. of those things again where it's just not like, funny, haha, -ha, but funny, strange or funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, funny, funny that makes you like kind of look up in the air, like mm, that's <laughs> funny. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't. It is. I don't know. Is. I don't know. Like. Um, if there's like a give or take on the Xbox side, I, I saw that like people were saying the Warzone side of things is like 110 gigs on Xbox. And I'm hoping that's not in addition to the hundred and whatever that I already have for Call no of kidding. Duty. It usually it's not. Usually it'll end up being like if you already have Modern Warfare 2 installed, it'd be like 40 gigs or something for Warzone mm. or something like that. I'm hoping that's the case because if we're talking about over 200 gigs for Call of Duty content, that's Yuck. that's a that's insane. Yeah. Yuck. Yep. That's coming up. By the time this comes out, it'll be out and everybody will be playing it all day, every day, I guess. Servers will be yeah, crashing. Be, that's for sure. Yep. <laughs> yep. They'll be war zoning. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then that's, that's gonna Yeah, cool. That's gonna be it for news this week. And now for the moment we've all been waiting for is yes. games this week. Mm -hmm. um i will say you guys thought i would stop at game art reviews i'm going to do a switch <laughs> review of the pokemon oled which i happen to get one yeah, yeah. did i break down and buy one yes do i regret it <laughs> no absolutely not this thing's pretty cool all right and and uh just a little and? game and? just a tiny game <laughs> uh i think i don't know this this god of war ragnarok game that's yeah. reviewed like at 94 on metacritic and is a must play uh, yeah, I played I played that, but I'm only an hour and a half in. Step your game up. Um, yeah, I have yeah, I am not yeah. I am not done with God of War. I don't even know. Uh, like, I didn't look up anything to see, like, if I'm over halfway. I have to be. I'm assuming I'm over halfway. I'm probably a good seven to eight hours into that. And then I also dabbled with some Sonic Frontiers as well. I wanted to play right. Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> 
Very interested to hear what you think of that, Craig. Uh, for me, it's not games of the week. It's just game of the week. It's only been God of War Ragnarok. I've put about 15 okay. hours or so into it thus far. I don't want to say where I am because like, I, I know the realm, but I don't want to say it out loud because I don't want to even ruin that. Sure. You know, that's that's how much I don't want to ruin of this game. But like, you know, um, that's fair. I think I'm I think I might be halfway through. I don't know. I would hope. <laughs> yeah, I would hope you would have. You should be over halfway because I think they said the game's what, 20? It's roughly 18? 25 to 40 hours to complete, according to 20, many. OK, 25 mm. to 40, 25 to 40, roughly. OK, yeah. That makes all a right. lot of sense because, yeah, Good. that makes a lot of sense. There. I, felt I was going like, I was just taking in the sites and all that. That's why. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I felt like I was like halfway at eight, but I guess not. Anyway, let me see that that OLED. Yeah, all right. Uh, in this week's in this week's episode, we have a Switch review. So for you audio listeners, I'm going to try to explain it the best I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off here, I do have both switches um, and I'm trying to okay. see what I can do here. And I'm not sure how much you guys can see. But the home screen on the bottom is significantly darker on the OLED. Significantly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Also, the OLED's a little bit bigger. Uh, this is the original, the one with the Zelda controllers, and then the OLED one is the one with the scarlet and violet, you know, Joy-Cons here. Uh, overall, the back of it as well is very artful. There's a wow. lot of crap going on here. You got the starters all over the place. You have some embalm lining there i will say uh i think the main reason i got this was because of the kickstand uh nice. this thing is so much better than the little mm. flimsy <laughs> yeah. inch that inch tab yeah. you get that breaks off very easily uh, i've this is never i've never used the kickstand ever see Not i want to use it in an Not airport s- i really wanted to use the kickstand in an airport where i can have okay. my pro controller and i can play the game but okay. Like when you're sitting on a plane, that little two inch stand can't survive anything. It doesn't. It right. can't no. it survives no, it next sucks. to nothing. And yep. then the lastly here on there is the school emblems for both Scarlet and Violet. Um, okay. They're kind of hard to wow. see, I imagine. But uh, overall with the Switch itself, this is a much better portable experience. The games look better on here than the original, which I was kind of surprised at the difference that made to me. Um, considering that I probably play this half and half, mostly docked right now, but there are times where I'll play like mostly docked, but then all the time handheld. Uh, can we get two copies of the same game running on both your switches right now to see the difference? (laughs) (laughs) He's trying to think if he has two copies of the same game. (laughs) That's what's going through his head right now. I have Pokemon. (laughs) It's fine. I mean, I was just kidding. You don't have I'm two sure, fire emblems. I believe you that it's no. better quality. I would hope. Yeah, it, is. it. Yeah, it is a much better quality here. Uh, so and and the portable gaming again is better. Uh, mm-hmm. and which that came as a big surprise to me. I didn't expect it. I held off on the switch because I didn't think or the OLED switch because I didn't think it would make that much of a difference. I'm starting to see that it kind of does, especially if you're someone who games portably. Now the next big part is the dock. Uh, the dock That's is this sick. really, really shiny white uh, with the two legendaries of Scarlet and Violet on there uh, with a little bit of embalmed kind of etching around the edge. It's kind of hard to see. Oh, you yeah. can see it on camera there. 
Um, this definitely stands out. Like in my centerpiece, like my Switch stands in between my Xbox and my PlayStation. This really pops out because it actually has some color to it where the other consoles don't. Uh, the back of it's nothing. The back of it has a little bit of Pokeball in the corner here, but that's it. Um, You're not going to see the back anyway. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So, you know, overall, like, and I think I'm the first one of us to own a Switch OLED, correct? Correct. I'm, I'm still rocking the original. If you don't have a Switch yet, like, especially for people going into this into this season here, I think there's two clear choices for people right now. You either get the OLED, spend the 60 bucks on the OLED, or you're getting the light. I think those are the two avenues people should be taking. Forget the base console now, really. I'm yeah. sorry, but like the extra 50 bucks for an OLED screen here and the quality design choices they made on the OLED is worth it for for 50 bucks. Uh, I also think that you're just going to get a lot more use. Out. I, I think you'll get a lot more use out of this with it being portable, having better battery life, feeling heavier, feeling more quality like. And it doesn't even have to be the Pokemon one. Like the white Joy-Cons ones, they look great. It's just that for mm-hmm. me, white's going to get dirty is how I see yep. it. This can be this can be cleaned very easily. But um, the other one, too, is the colored Joy-Cons, which I have those as well. Like the OLED Switch is the, if you can spend the, the extra 50 bucks, is the gaming choice for you. Now, it's already been announced that Switch's Black Friday deal is going to be the base model Switch, not the OLED. But with mm-hmm. Mario Kart, they've been doing it for what almost four years now. Is that mm-hmm. about right, guys? Mm-hmm. So yep. it is the same thing that they've been doing. Uh, right. Those uh, those ones do tend to sell out very quickly. I think because people just don't know the benefit of the OLED screen that you get with the Switch. So yeah, it's a good it's a good Christmas gift for kids, right? Then you yeah. got Mario yeah. Kart, and you're good to go. Yeah, but if you can spend the extra fifty bucks, and then if you want to grab Mario Kart, you can. I definitely say go for it. Like I. I am definitely very surprised with how much I enjoyed the OLED. Uh, for sure. And okay. it'll it'll be fun. I'm interested to see what people's thoughts are on the OLED stuff as well. I know a lot of people who actually got like the Pokemon console and they're 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 actually saying that they're really surprised with how much they enjoy it. As okay. well. Sweet. Sweet. And you know, for, for a final shot, this is what it looks like sitting in the dock. Uh, it looks it looks the, really sick. Yeah, the vi- the awesome. scarlet violet side on there. Uh like I said, very happy with it but what i want to be more happy with is craig's review on sonic frontiers because i was supposed to get that on launch day and a specific marketing retailer site decided to royally screw me over with uh with i i don't know why i pre-order from these people anymore i really (laughs) should stop i really should i've been screwed over i think like three or four times already with games not coming out on release date like I'm sorry, but specific site for retailers, just hire me. You, whoever whoever you pay, yeah. you could probably pay me a fraction and I could do this right, to be honest. So like that's that that's my viewpoint. Just come on. Give me give me a chance here. All right. Well, yeah, Sonic Frontiers. Um that was a nice visual review there, Barry. I appreciate that. Um <laughs> yeah, yeah. let's let we can continue. Sonic Frontiers, as you'll notice here, <laughs> there's a nice little Sonic right here in the corner. Uh, the the very traditional Sonic font, followed by the Frontiers font underneath. Now, if you look behind him, there is the nice uh, Frontier landscape, if you will. Uh, and then you have your usual uh, do not make illegal copies Xbox up top yes. here and your E10 rating, which is typical for your Sonic. 
Um, so that yeah. is your that is your disc review. Um, well done. Well done. And uh, that's all I'm going to do because the game sucks. Um, it does. <laughs> listen, please go. Please oh go. My God, it. this game is terrible. Um, I know it's getting mixed. <laughs> I know it's getting mixed reviews. And I know once you get it, Barry, you're probably gonna be like, it's not that bad. It's that bad. Um, here's the thing. <laughs> uh, you get a little opening cutscene. It's not good. Um and then you go to even before you get to like the open world, which is the, you know, the Sonic Frontiers trademark. Right. <laughs> they throw you into a very straightforward, like 30 second level, like Sonic. Uh, what is that? Sonic 06, Adventure. right? A Sonic, Sonic Adventure, Adventure, right? Where it's like run super fast, hit the bumpers, uh, press X to uh, dash attack people. Right. And you can bounce from one enemy to the next. Nothing's changed. That's all the same here. You do that, you get your medals for beating it under a certain time, getting all the rings, all that stuff you've come to expect from a Sonic game. And then it spits you out into the open world, which I put that in quotations because it's not really open world. It's just kind of like... It's an open zone. It's an open zone zone. of of green and more green and some rocks um, and some rock formations and some green um, and some enemies that are red and then another enemy that's red uh and then some rocks um and some red coins yeah it's um it doesn't look good i don't think uh i don't know that more time would have helped it though i'm sure there's people out there who are going to defend this and i'm there are people out there who are reviewing it positively i think it's like the average i was seeing was like seven right out of ten which is probably about fair i don't want it's not like a two out of 10 game like it controls fairly well for a sonic game um it just to me like nothing has changed they didn't evolve it in any way they just put you in a open zone uh with like hey if you want to go over here and get this ring you can if you want to climb up to this top of this structure there's a collectible up there probably um you can do that if you want or you can just go to the next levels um but yeah it's uh in my opinion it's boring um and I think it doesn't help it be that I was trying to go from God of War to this. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, oh that's boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. But the problem was, is like I've been playing God of War all week and then it got to this weekend and I was like, well, I have to play some Sonic Frontiers. It's been sitting here like I have to play it. I, you know, and I want to give it its fair time and maybe it gets better. I only played like an hour and a half, maybe two hours, but it was just so like in my opinion, it's just so boring. Like nothing's really happening um, that I was just like, there's, I'd rather play God of War. I'd literally rather play anything else at at (laughs) this point than more Sonic Frontiers. Um, But that being said, when you get it, Barry, which is hopefully this week, we can kind of go back and forth a little bit on what, if you think it's a positive or not. I'd like to, yeah. I'm not sold on it um, at all. So we'll leave it at that. But it does have a nice disc. <laughs> good disc we, we review. Know that. I think the yeah, yeah I think yeah, the disc we, review was a good yeah. highlight. Uh, no, I, I don't, I don't have God of War with me to do a disc review on that, but I don't think we need to. People no, care about how God of War plays. Now, um, yes. this isn't the spoiler cast. No, I will no. say right now we are going to try our best to avoid any spoilers. Mm-hmm. I've, I think, as a, a podcast group, we do agree that most normal gamers have not finished the game yet. Uh, probably unless you took a lot of time off and all you did was eat, sleep. Are you hinting at somebody? No, 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 (laughs) not at all. 
He's not done the game either. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised. But he's also playing it on the hardest difficulty. So probably what's taking him longer or like would be faster for most people would be uh, shorter for the rest of us. But God of War. Uh, I'm going to announce I'm about two hours in. How about you guys? About eight. And then, Craig, you said you're what, 15? Yeah, when I saved, it was 15 when I turned it off earlier today, probably about two hours before this podcast. Okay. Okay. Uh, So I can really only talk about the opening sequence. Uh, of this game which to i think no one's surprised probably one of the best opening like sequences to a game i've ever played yep and Mm -hmm. and it's in a different way than god of war 3 was we can talk about god of war 3 because that thing's been out for years now Mm -hmm. god of war 3 like opened up in this super epic loved it fight with uh fight you know you're fighting on top of gaia fighting uh fighting against poseidon that yeah that that yep. was amazing. This is amazing. Out. Yeah. Ah, so like <laughs> this is amazing. This mm-hmm. opening sequence, like in a, in a different way than God of War three is. But I also know it's better uh, mm-hmm. than what God of War three uh, than God of War three's opening the the fights. And it, it's not just all like it's not just all about an opening fight for it. Okay. It's. They kind of make you work for it a little bit. You get to play with the combat. You get to learn about it and try to mm-hmm. see what you like about it before you start to get into the big fight that kind of sets everything yeah. into motion here. Uh, and then which of uh, like any other thoughts about the opening that you guys want to go into that I didn't. I, I texted Craig <laughs> during the opening. I wasn't sure if you started it, but I was like, I was like, where are you, man? And he had, um, expressed he was just like maybe two hours farther than me at the time mm. and i was like great and i was i was like that scene like the one that we're to the opening scene you could say I who it is up. that's not a spoiler everybody knows he's in the game i guess i mean technically it is labeled ragnarok yeah everybody knows so, he's the, in so the these game. two <laughs> i don't think yeah, it's, it's spoiler barry it's not a spoiler you know, like What's... they kind of show it off in the trailers they do a little he's bit and i trailer. Yeah. Yeah, go I mean, ahead. It's myth- if if it's if you guys are worried about spoilers, then you should probably skip 30 seconds into ahead of time. Craig, yeah. you have permission, please. Go ahead. Go for it. Yeah, so it, it's this this epic Odin and Thor scene that had yep. literally the hairs on the back of my neck standing <laughs> up. How not number one, and this uh, Barry, I'm sure that you probably liked, is how they situated Thor in terms of how he looked. He looked more traditionally like Thor actually is not some very awesome hunk, (laughs) you know, but but like uh, he's got the beer drinking belly and he's got, he walks in with mead, you know, and he sits down and you're, you're basically on edge because just of not only the relationship that the other games prior have shown that he should have with Kratos, but you're just, you know that they're going to start off this way because if you played enough God of Wars, you know that the first two hours are just like a mind-blowing yep. experience. That's just what they do now. And I am like 90 95% on board with how Odin looks. He kind of threw me off. I, I wasn't expecting it. I thought they would have made him a little bit different, but also I don't know how he looks based on mythology. Uh, well, he's also, voiced by Richard Sheaf. 
Right, and um, that's who they're very facing prominent the... actor, very for mm-hmm. you know from TV and that's and who movies. his face is based off of. You can see it, but mm-hmm. that's such a good pick for sense. Odin. Like, yeah, I think it's done phenomenally well. Um, I think too that with Thor, what I really liked was he does have like the beer belly, and that's the typical like drunk Thor, but he still has the presence that you look at that character and be like, he will mess you up. Right. Like he may be overweight, but he will throw you through a wall with ease. Mm -hmm. And I appreciated that. Like he's still intimidating, very intimidating, Mm -hmm. like making Kratos look small, which is crazy. But I mean, Kratos is small in almost every fight in every God of War game. Right. He's always been towered over. (laughs) Yeah, he (laughs) is actually. (laughs) Yeah, every fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it has I think it says something where like we see Thor and you finally get a size wise because like let's be honest, Kratos faces like almost these mythical type creatures yep. that tend to be, yes, bigger and bigger than him, bigger than most humans. Uh but Thor is like a much bigger god in this sense, where he is taller and while he is a bigger, you know, bigger Thor closer to the what he actually looks and feels like in Norse mythology, he is easily like a very intimidating presence. And yep. uh, credit to the voice actor, too, uh, as well. Like he has a the voice actor gives him a very good, you know, deep from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Sons of Anarchy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, which which guy is it from Sons of Anarchy? Um, let me look up. I forget yeah. his name. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll look him up. I always forget the actor's name, but go ahead. It's it's not like Ron Perlman. No, 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 no. Sons of Anarchy. No, no, no. no, no. It's uh, go ahead. I'm fine. But <laughs> like overall, like the the presence that they give Thor, I like how it kind of like there was a scene ending where in the original God of War, where you go back home and it kind of uh, gives you that sneak peek into what yep. you know is going to be leading into two. I really like how they did it because it comes in a way you wouldn't expect. Right. Uh, if you know you're expecting to turn on God of War and you're right into it, but that's not actually the case. Um, you have to actually do a little bit of working for that ending, which it feels like to me the what they're trying to do in this God of War is um, subvert expectations. You were probably mm-hmm. thinking you were going straight into the Thor fight. That's not the case. You got a couple more things to do before you get there. Um, yep. mm-hmm. You're probably expecting Odin to be a lot like Zeus, who just wants to murder Kratos. Um <laughs> That is also not the case of in, in this game. So, and, you know, trying to stay away from spoilers from that opening sequence there, but you probably have the voice actor now. Yep. Uh, Ryan Hurst, he played Opie in Opie. Sons of Anarchy. Yep. Just an intimidating dude as well. But yeah, he plays that voice very well, Thor. He was also in Remember the Titans as well. He was. Left he side, was. strong side. Yep. All right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just a good pick. So I've talked about the opening. Do you guys mm-hmm. want to talk about the combat at all? About how far you guys are? You guys are much farther into the combat than I am. Um, yeah, Craig, Craig, do you want to start? Yeah, I mean, I I don't feel like they changed a whole lot with the combat. It feels the same. Um, I think, if anything, the combat that's changed is with Atreus, right? Um, got, uh, Kratos feels the same. To me, that's not a bad thing, right? You have something that works, Mm. stick with it. And with Kratos using the axe and using the blades of chaos uh, is still feels good. The combos still feel good. Um, Mm. The the skill trees are 
pretty good. I like the idea of leveling up your skills by using them. I think that's yeah. pretty cool. And then once you level them up all the way, you get the ability to purchase an upgrade for that, you know, so either to like cause more damage or cause more stun, um, which in my opinion, stuns the way to go on everything. Cause you can finish oh my God, so yeah. much quicker. Uh, yeah. Cause I feel like, do you feel like the enemies are spongy? They yeah. take a lot. They do. They're not like, they're not like the husks when, um right in the first game where it was like three hits and you were, you know, you mm -hmm. stunned them. These raiders uh, were much, uh, are, are much more formidable. For, it's for like sure. every, every enemy I've encountered so far is if you're not going to stun them and you're just going to outright t chip away their damage, it takes a bit, probably between yeah. 10 to 20 to 25 hits sometimes. But yeah, I, what do you think, Craig? Combat feels smooth to me. Combat's still smooth. Um, I got one of my first, without ruining w where it was, but like I would say when I was playing maybe four hours ago, I actually got my first. I'm so glad they added checkpoints into this boss battle moments because for okay. me, I don't know if you, I, I don't know if you guys are playing it on normal or if you yep. chose a higher difficulty. Normal. 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 So I've been ousted. Or not ousted, but I have been, I get, oh no, I've been um, beaten, mm -hmm. sorry, by normal enemies a lot more than the bosses that I face. I've actually had a lot of success with the bosses they threw in here. And I was wondering if I should personally turn up the difficulty specifically for the boss. I don't want to ruin it for myself, but um, I don't know what it is. Uh, like, it's not a move set that they're doing or not doing, but I've been able to kind of blow through even like Thor, like mm -hmm. wasn't Thor was just amazing to be a part of. Like that's like that yeah. when that, when that battle was over, I was just like, thanks guys. I wanted to like, thank somebody for allowing me to be in their home. Like that's how I felt. Like it wasn't necessarily the craziest, right. hardest thing. And, but I don't know if you guys have this similar experience with at least what you have played. I haven't, I haven't died to any boss yet. I have died a couple times, but dying as in like every time I use the resurrection stone, I always buy another one. Yes. Yeah, um, so I've never had a game over and yet, and the bosses I have not had any issues with so far, but I will say just to go back to the Thor one really quick, everybody knows I'm a sucker for fourth wall breaking. And they did mm -hmm. that so well in that boss fight. I was like, <laughs> I see what you're doing. Yeah. I like it. Um, but yeah, I have not had an issue. I've been knocked down or, or killed without, if you didn't have the resurrection stone multiple, multiple times by just normal enemies. Um, and I think it comes yeah. from, you have to learn just like a uh, demon souls or dark souls to parry or else you're going to have a rough time. Yeah, like you just got to get good. And to be yeah. honest, the one, the time that I did die was a time because in order to use a resurrection stone, you do have to have a buddy with you, i.e. Right. Atreus. Mm -hmm. So I had that. That was when I died was when Atreus wasn't actually part of me because of the specific part of the mission I was on. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know, man, like the difficulty with the normal enemies is actually pretty interesting as opposed to the boss battles, but the boss battles have been epic. Mm -hmm. They have been great, but <laughs> got a little friend here. And maybe, maybe it changes as I get farther in, but from where I'm at, 
Not that many. No, not no, not, not that very many. many. They, they there's a couple that are like sub or sub yeah. bosses or even like they they don't feel like them but they kind of are. And they reuse um one or two that you play like early in the game just a little bit later, just like once. They don't they don't do it too often. But um what I'm going to say for like what at, for the length that I've played is number 1 like side people steal the show. Yep. Um like I, I, like Brock and Sindri. Mm-hmm. Like Sindri. Sindri, Sindri. I was actually going to say somebody else and then Sindri, but then I didn't want to ruin who else shows right. up in this one. Um because like there's just certain people that obviously come back into the fray, but the there besides that, the relationship between Kratos and Atreus takes a very different look um it's a lot warmer Mm -hmm. there's a lot of love and even when kratos is being kratos when he's just being like parent kratos like atreus is the most important thing to me and i will cut through anything to make sure that nothing goes wrong or nothing happens to him there's still like a little bit of a lighter tone Mm -hmm. and what I do like, which doesn't necessarily take away from the game for what you have or haven't played, is I do like the involvement of Atreus in this one. You know, um, we've had these games where, like, it's definitely not the same as Requiem, <laughs> but we're having yeah. we're having these games where you play one game and they're this young, and then you yep. play another one, and then they're a little bit older and they can do different things now. Yep, and. What I do like is they definitely put a lot of time into making Atreus more of, it's more of a one-two and not Atreus is just shooting an arrow at you for, or at, at your enemy from a distance. They really get him more involved, and that's what made me more excited about the gameplay. You're completely correct, Greg. Kratos does not really change in the gameplay. Mm-hmm. But if it's not, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And that's what they decided with that. They added some more skills um there's like hints that i think maybe some more would come like every time i keep playing i think that i'm getting i'm going to be getting something new mm-hmm. um in terms of like what i'm doing in, in in combat in the world one thing that they do do the the realms that you go in they have the perfect mix of having a side mission or something side that you can do, but keeping it so contained yep. that it doesn't take, that you don't get bored of it. Like there's, there's like, Oh, I can walk off over here. I can walk off over here. That's the normal linear route where you can go off to the side and go and break this and get this hack yep. silver here, hack silver there. But I'm talking about like when there's an actual side quest and yep. you have to veer off, they have, a way of keeping it so that wherever that section is that you go, you are not bored with that section. It takes you about an hour and a half to two hours to do yep. what you need to do. You get done with it, and then you get back to the main quest, which is not how side quests go in ninety nine point nine percent of games. I'm even taking I'm even taking RPGs and giving them some slack. All games like ninety nine point nine percent of those side of side missions wear out their welcome, and it hasn't yet. And right. There's 4,000 reasons to say why Ragnarok should be getting the positive reviews that there's getting. And that's one of them. The last thing I'll say, and it goes back to side characters, is um, so far the women characters have 
stolen the show for me in particular in this game. Um, That's what I'll say. Those side quests too, right? Like the the ones where you're like, specifically without spoiling anything, I can think of like the very first option you have to go do this side thing, right? And when you do it and you complete it and you see what happens, you're like, I can't imagine having played the game and missed that because mm-hmm. it's so cool. And it happens again. I've, I've experienced it again later where I'm like, I mm-hmm. would be upset if I played through this game and somebody was like, hey, did you do this? And I'd be like, no. And they're like, oh, man, you missed this, this, this and this and how cool it was. Like the payoff is awesome in the side mm-hmm. quest and what you see, what you get and all that kind of stuff, especially that that first one blew me away. Cause I was that like, Oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go do this side quest because I, when I play God of war, I do all the side quests. I, when I'm walking, I'm always constantly looking around, trying to find things. Like it takes me a while to get through areas because I'm like staring at everything, but having that first one, which doesn't seem like a lot when you start it. And I don't even remember specifically what they tell you to do, but when you finish it, you're like, it's, it's so completely off of where you started. You're like, man, mm-hmm. that's incredible. Um, but I will say as a whole, I don't think this game's a 10 out of 10. I don't. Um, I think it's like a nine or an eight. Uh, I, there is, it's hard to, cause you don't want to spoil anything, but there's some part of the story that I just finished, um, that kind of pertains around Atreus that I found just incredibly boring. Um, I know which part you're talking about. Yeah, and it looks good. It's very pretty. The colors are phenomenal, but yeah. it just dragged on for so long. Um, that could have been, in my opinion, like that section of the story could have been like a half hour, and it's more like two hours. And I'm just like, it oh is. my god, I get it. Can we? Can we not? Um, and that was kind of a bummer because up until that point, I'm like. Yeah, give me to the next thing. Give me to the next thing. Let's go. Let's go. Like, I'm going to do the side thing. All right, what's next? And then it hit that and it really like slammed on the brakes for me. Not enough to me for me to be like, this game sucks. I'm not saying this game's phenomenal. But that section yeah. alone, I was just like, oh, dear Lord, get me through this. And the characters are fine. I don't have a problem with the characters at all. It's just it's just way too long, way too long. Um, yeah. But I still think it's going to be it's 100 percent top five from what I've played so far for the year. Oh my God. Yeah. Top three, probably it might, fi- I don't know. We will probably end up fighting for it in the top, but yeah, yeah. so far so good, except for that one part. Unless something crazy happens, it's going to yeah. be top three. Definitely for yep, me. Yeah, and yeah. I know, and the part that you're talking about, they could have taken a lot less time to tell. Ugh. And he's, <laughs> and you're, and it's funny you say, cause like, you're right. The colors, the, I haven't seen something that pretty since guardians of the galaxy or infamous second, Sun, right? Isn't that what it's called? <laughs> Am I thinking of the right one? Are you, are you, yeah, is that is that the one you're talking about? Smoke like, powers? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Same sun. thing. You're just like you're watching, you're like, this is gorgeous. But mm. can you please get me out of here? <laughs> That's how I felt while I was playing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Overall, I mean, I can't wait till we could talk more about it. Like, yeah. Because we obviously We will, will be doing a spoiler cast. Yeah, we'll get um, into everything. My my plan is to absolutely start getting more into God of War now that um I have I've got a weekend, but I also have to balance that with Pokemon, which will be which coming is out this week. Friday, as well. right? Yes, I believe so. It's fr- okay. Friday or Thursday. Eighteenth. We gotta hurry up and get through God of War, I guess. 
Yeah, good lord. <laughs> is there anything else that you guys wanted to talk about with God of War? Is that you know that's what that where we no. want to leave it for right now? Yeah, you can't without spoiling things. So you yeah. can't. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you know, overall, I think all of us really enjoy what we played of God of War. I'm super excited to get more into it. Um, from what I've seen, yeah, the game is a pretty pretty good technical marvel so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I know originally they said like, okay, we're going to be releasing Ragnarok two years after. I'm kind of glad that they've taken their time and definitely yep. it looks like it expanded. I, I do have to say, I definitely feel sorry for the people that are trying to play this on PS4 right now. I've heard a lot of horror stories about yep. the, you know, PS4's yeah. overheating and crashing uh, the game. Uh, also, my also my roommate here, who's been playing the game for a little bit, has gotten the game to crash a couple times on his PS5. So... I, you know, I think I think it all depends here. Uh, I've had with, audio with issues where like uh, certain audio would just be missing and I'd have to restart the game. But that's about Interesting. it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, like you guys pretty much said everything I wanted to say about combat. I, you know, they described it as trying to express yourself through violence. Uh, <laughs> and I definitely feel that way. I can't tell you how many times, like even during the fourth, uh, the fourth fight, you know, Instead of using my axe, I just threw my axe to the side, and I just wanted—I just wanted to fist fight him. I just wanted yeah. to keep going and That's sick. do that. I, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I enjoy that choice that I get. You know, I, I, you know, you can throw your axe, free somebody. Like I, the combat is very much still the same uh, from from what that, mm. but I feel I feel like there is a little bit more fluidity to it. I feel like the shield is a bigger part in yeah, a lot of this. Um, which I enjoy. If you can get parrying down, the shield feels fantastic. And there was something about, you know, there is one point in that Thor fight where you can parry him three, four times in a row, get, get your hits off before he does his unblockable. And when you hit that, you're like, yeah, now I'm feeling like the God of war now kind of, kind Mm -hmm. of feeling. So, you know, overall look out for that spoiler cast when we do it, because it will be coming out and we will, we're going to try our best to get through it. I know it's been a while since we've done a spoiler cast and we I re- I want to do one for this game. It deserves it. Oh, oh heck yeah. Over overall guys and I would just want to see what you're what you're thinking of is on this. The game awards a nominees will be coming out uh, nominees will be coming out soon. Uh and mm-hmm. they will be announcing it. Your if you had if you guys can, what are your top 3 games for this year so far? <laughs> Got to pull up my list of all the games I've played this year. Hold on. <laughs> I can name mine at least because I have had some time to think about it. For okay. me, as of right now, and I can probably pretty safely say God of War is on that list. Mm-hmm. Horizon yeah. Zero Dawn is also on that list. And I think for me right now, I have a I'm having a really hard time like fighting between that third one with Elden Ring. And to be honest, for me. And I I haven't finished it yet, so we'll see where it's going. I'm really enjoying Bandetta three. Still, I I, I wow. definitely am. Um, okay. okay. Viola does take a little bit getting used to, um, but that's that's a story for another day. Hmm. I think. I think you go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I thought you're. I, I thought you're still looking through your. Well, Barry, you already you've already named mine. Yeah. It's really. Uh, yeah. I think it's. I I don't think God of War is going to leave top three. Mm-hmm. I don't think I still think Elden Ring is is up there in the top for me, and I have a hard time really discounting Forbidden West as well as being like in my top three as well. So I'd have to look. 
it's hard to nail down until like God of War, I think is the easy one for all of us to be like, yeah, that's going to be top three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like, man, trying to go through everything that I've played, I God of War. Honestly, part of me says that I almost feel like I should put Modern Warfare 2 in there. Just because of how much I enjoyed the single player and the multiplayer. I feel like that's a good one. Um, I feel like Modern Warfare 2 could, yeah. I haven't thought about that one as much. I don't, I didn't play enough of Elden Ring um, to put it in there for me. Uh, And I don't think I would personally put Horizon in the top three. Just because I thought the ending was atrocious. Um, Man. You know, part of me really wants to put Ghostwire Tokyo in there. Oh, really? Yeah. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I really like that game a lot. No, I love that. I got to think about it. that for sure. Um, but I, man, that game was so much fun. So much fun. It was. Man. Um, <laughs> I am. Um, I'm not going to throw Sparks of Hope out of the running. Okay. I, I just, I just remembered that. I haven't. I like I that. Something different. Something different. That's, that's what we're talking about. That's what we need so, here. Something different. I, yeah, sorry. I'm gonna I'm, have, I have got I, I've got a war brain where you forget mm-hmm. everything you've ever played. So yeah, Sparks of Hope is definitely you can't throw that out. So that'll be yeah. I, I guess I could put Persona Five Royal on Switch on. That. <laughs> <laughs> I might I might honestly put Bayonetta Three and Most Disappointing. Oh, for me, I can see that. Well, okay. we'll see. We'll have to yep. see. It'll be it'll be a fight for both of us there. It but uh, I think. <laughs> I definitely don't think it belongs to most disappointing. So I think I it definitely throughout most of the games, I could definitely feel the most disappointing. Of course, last year it was pretty easy. So we'll see oh, how this year. Yeah, worked. true. Last year. Yeah. Last year was a, was a piece of cake with most disappointing. <laughs> are, are we thinking Sonic frontiers for anybody's game of the year? <laughs> Stop. I have to play it. I still have yet to play it. Um, I'm, I'm fully prepared for you to come in and be like, I love it. Your love for <laughs> your love for Sonic 06 may carry you through into this game. Mm. <laughs> Not that bad. Not uh, that bad. Stop. It's one of the worst games ever made. <laughs> Sonic 06, Superman 64. They're like one and the same. Oh my no. <laughs> That's just me. I never played That's Superman 64. You can't. Oh, you try, can't even play it. <laughs> yeah, try to get through that first level with the rings. Oh my oh. god. It's the worst game ever. It's so you're bad. not you're not Superman in that game. No, you're, you're not. not. That mo- Interesting. That game okay. Awful. All right. Put so it on uh, Switch Online, you cowards at Nintendo. Put Superman 64 on there. Cowards. Yeah. That would be fun. That would be fun to watch. <laughs> oh, my God. That's going to be it for games this week. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. We're going to now go into movies and TV shows in which <laughs> I've been terrible uh, with my stuff. Uh, the I, I can I the only thing I can go into is Barry's Anime Corner. That's all I got this week. Uh, is okay. Barry's Anime Corner? And um, that's okay. I only watch one one movie this week because God of War like takes over everything. Yeah, but exactly. That's my problem too. Before I say what that is, I'm gonna once again on this podcast point right at the camera. I'm pointing at you, Amazon. Bring back James Bond, you cowards. Yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. So the movie I did watch, though, was The Woman King. Oh, okay. cool. Yep. And how about you, Craig? Uh, I only watched uh, one thing. It is a movie and it is Barbarian. Yes. Hey, cool. Good for you both. <laughs> Got through it. So we could talk about that. That Sweet. one. Great. 
Where do we want to start first? Barbarian or Barry's anime corner? Let's get the anime corner out. Is it Food Wars? No, it's not Food Wars. (laughs) Uh, Food Wars isn't new. I'm talking about new stuff. New stuff. Uh, okay, so here's the thing. Uh, everybody's going to tell you you should watch here My Hero Academia or Chainsaw Man. People have heard of these shows, even if you're not an anime person. Chainsaw Man? Chainsaw Man. I've never heard of that. He turns into a chainsaw. He is three chainsaws. It's actually it's a pretty right, it's a pretty leave. good anime. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a pretty good anime if uh, everybody's been watching Chainsaw Man. But something I have to get off my chest here because I've been uh, recommending it to everybody. People know Gundam. Did I mention the the new Gundam series that yet? No. Okay. Uh, there is a new Mobile Suit Gundam series. Gundam is very popular. Uh, mm-hmm. Nothing really new has come out since Iron Blooded Orphans. I am absolutely in love with the new season, Witch from Mercury. It is so good. Uh, there is awesome mech fights, which Gundam is known for. And oh, yeah. they do like a prologue episode that's 30 minutes kind of long to give you uh, a background of what's going on in this uh, and why the world is the way it is here. But it's pretty much I want I want people to imagine like and you guys would know it like Fire Emblem Three Houses where people are kind of in houses have legions to that kind of thing. And they settle mm-hmm. out their like disputes in Gundam battles. Uh, so. Usually somebody offers up something for another and you have a Gundam battle. I just really love that this where the series is going. I'm having so much fun with it. And there are like these huge, dark undertones as to what uh, is going on this season. Hasn't been confirmed yet, so I don't know if it's going to be a dark uh, Gundam series. But overall, like people have been talking about Chainsaw Man and the other and, you know, Bleach, A Thousand Year Blood War. Please watch this Gundam series. I am absolutely in love with it. It is. I haven't felt this way about an anime since Demon Slayer, so I, I'm wow. loving it. Oh wow! Okay, that's high praise. That is. Yeah, high and praise. I and I loved Demon Slayer. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh. it brings a tear to my <laughs> yeah. every time. I, it brings a tear to my every time I hear Craig say I love Demon Slayer. It's like, yeah. How I many times it. did you see that movie in theaters? Uh, uh let's see here, Rengoku San. I think I watched that around three or four times in theaters. Oh my god. Okay, just wanted to point that out there. That you and I have the English and dub version. If you want either of those, Craig. No. 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 He sounds like he's good. No, I'm good. Uh, Barbarian, give it to me. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Did you love it or hate? Uh, (laughs) There's no in between on this movie. I was I like I I loved it. If if there's if there's a love or hate, I loved it. But. But it's I more was, toward like if there was a third option. That's fair. I guess you it's can be towards, in the middle. Yeah. Here's why. There's a couple of things that they took in an artistic direction that just threw me off. And one mm-hmm. of them was a transition to a certain character in the movie who you had not seen um, at the time. And they left who you had had seen like you didn't know what was going on. So... Mm-hmm. It's like a new episode. What? Yeah, and like once mm-hmm. I got over the brunt of that, I was fine. They do it um, twice. They do it twice. Yep. <laughs> uh, I didn't have a problem with what was inevitably the the thing, like yeah. what 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 the whole thing was about. Like, sure. I'm really trying hard here. 
Um, I didn't have a problem with that at all. I loved, here's what I can say. I loved the area that that place took, that, that the area that it took place in. Mm-hmm. I loved the surrounding area because like literally it's just a house on a block and something creepy is going on in that house. You don't know what's going on. And every other house on the block is decrepit. That yeah. one house stands alone and it looks fine. It looks intact. It looks like somebody comes over and takes care of it every day. And yet <laughs> there's just like, it's, it's, it's essentially being used as a B and B and we don't have to re-explain the premise, but right. Um, we know Justin Long's in it. He was great. Yep. He was just standard Justin Long. Fantastic. <laughs> Bill Skarsgård was great. Yep. Um, and Georgina Campbell, I believe, who plays the the lady in it. They were they were all they were all awesome. They were they were lovable characters. They held their own two individually. Yeah. Two of them are yeah. lovable. <laughs> two of them are yeah, two of yeah. them are lovable. Yep. Two of them are lovable. And <laughs> I was just in kind of engrossed and I kind of had this type of posture when I was watching. I was sitting forward. It keeps you attentive mm-hmm. and the way everybody kind of nails their particular role. It it was, it was great. It was great. I, I want to say love, um, but, but like, it's okay not to I love it. It's, it's okay, but I'm trying to figure out why, <laughs> like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure why, I, not, why necessarily I don't, but as somebody who at least, on paper and claims to be like a, a, a horror, horror movie lover or any type of like scary, bloody type of, you know, admirer. I didn't love it, but I strongly liked it. Okay. You know, it was like six flags in Jackson, New Jersey on a rainy day. <laughs> it's like, I didn't sure. love it because it was rainy, but I enjoyed going to the six flags just in general. I'm not sure I get the analogy, but okay. I do. I do. Um, how do you feel? How did you enjoy the reveal? Oh, that was fantastic. <laughs> so that good. no, that was that oh. was so good. Just that was so good. The last like you they build up this expectation of like something's down there. What's mm-hmm. down there? And you're watching that movie like what is down here? And regardless of what you're thinking, it is not what's down there at it, all. Yeah, <laughs> at yeah. all. You 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 will not guess correctly. No. Whatever you're thinking, you're not guessing correctly because it was yep. so far off yep. from from what I was thinking, you yep. know, and what I, anybody I've talked to thought it was going to be. And I think for me and to me, it stands out as like one of the the highlights of like a scene in a movie this year for me was um, without like giving too much away. They are in a certain area they can't get out and then there is a certain thing that comes down for them you know what i'm talking mm-hmm. about oh, like yeah. to me that was like unnerving weird yeah. mm-hmm. terrifying oh man i just loved it i thought it was done so well and at that that's yeah. at that moment where you're like what is going on what is happening i i don't understand but that's like right at the point where it cuts right well no that's when you come back but like it does have abrupt cuts which can throw people off for sure. Yeah. Cause you're like getting into it and you're like, it starts building and building and then it's just like cut. All right, we're going to something else now. Um, and it does it twice. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a definitely a choice that a lot of people probably aren't going to like. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. 
Yeah, you have to kind of like reset yourself, and yeah. that's just yeah. like the weird thing about it. But it's it's definitely you definitely should watch it. Everybody should watch it. Yep, it's not too jump scary. Mm -hmm. There are a couple of jumps, but inevitably, once you kind of understand what's going on, finally, well, not finally, <laughs> but like once once the reveal happens, you're like, whoa, okay, yep, all right, let's see what's let's see what happens now. Like you know, so something I recommend if you're if you're you know, really uh, jump scare prone like myself, it's not that bad. So mm -mm. no, not at all. It's very light on the jump scares. It's more of a, a mess with your mind and like, oh, my God, type of deal. than like a try to get you to jump out of your seat for sure. Definitely don't le learn anything about it before you watch it, though. Please. No, it'll just ruin everything. Yeah. It'll ruin the entire movie if you do. Like, yeah, I'm just glad that I, I, I didn't ask about it before I, I got into it. Yeah, I mean, you can watch the trailer. Like, the trailer does a good job of not giving anything away, for sure. Yeah. Um, but you don't want to go digging any more past that. No. Uh, all right. The Woman King. That's what I watched this week. Um, yeah, yeah. Let me just say this. Uh, this movie slapped. My goodness, is it a good movie? Um, I had to look it up because I didn't want to get the information wrong. But I was like, I, I heard a lot of good things about this. I couldn't movie, remember yeah. when it takes place. It takes place in the 1800s. Um, in the African kingdom of Dahomey, I believe is how it's pronounced. Uh, mm -hmm. Basic premise here is you have the all-female warriors um, that are protecting the kingdom, and uh, John Boyega is the king, um, which I thought was kind of cool to get a big name like that, but also give him a role that's really kind of takes a backseat, right, to all the, the women warriors. Um, and, man, they uh, you can tell that like, Viola Davis is, is the main character, you can tell they put in the work and the training for these like fight scenes because man, do they are come across as just like brutal, which is great. Um, just absolutely putting the men to shame in some of these battles. It's incredible. Um, the story is great. Obviously, uh, it, it, you know, it takes place around you have this kingdom, which is kind of off by itself in Africa. Um, and they have a, I mean, they're giving offerings to another tribe and also giving people to this other tribe who are in turn selling the people off into slavery um, and shipping them off into the other other countries, right? America and that kind of stuff. Um, but you kind of have this this war where like they don't want to be involved with that. And that's where the tension comes from, which is, you know, this I believe this is a true story or at least based on events. Um, but yeah, the story is phenomenal. Um, the action's great. The acting's top notch. Um, definitely one that everybody should be watching. This one, honestly, this one might sneak in the top near the top for me because I've been cool. having like a Ooh, ton of fun. With okay, this um, right on. I loved it. Loved it. Um, it was done so well. Uh, just I, I want to stress like don't go into it thinking like this is going to be just an action fest. It has a lot of action, but it does have that story behind it, kind of like a. Uh, Kind of like a, a gladiator or a braveheart type deal, right? Kind of along those, those are, lines. Those are yeah. some of my favorite movies. I might, yeah, might yeah. So definitely that check ride. that out. Um, yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal movie. Absolutely incredible. All right. Is there anything else any anybody wants to talk about? I don't think so. No, I, I think we're good. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't know. Are you sure? That was very. I not was sure. Yeah. Well, well. 
Well, I wanted to like make fun of Barry for a little bit by telling him that I re- recently went on Steam and they were selling Monster Hunter stories, the second <laughs> one, for like 20 bucks. And then I bought it because I was like, it's been 60 bucks on Switch for the longest time and now it's 20 on Steam. And then I laughed to myself because Pokemon comes out like this week and I'm like, why am I buying essentially Monster Hunter, which is arguably you can't say Monster Hunter Pokemon, but it is Monster Hunter Pokemon. Mm -hmm. And I thought specifically you would find that either funny or you may punch me like after the episode after this episode (laughs) or something like that. No, I I, uh, that that Monster Hunter Stories game is good. Wings of Ruin. uh, it, It is a it is a good game. Uh, but it's more turn-based. It's not so much Pokemon-like. Um, yeah, you can like get monsters uh, to fight with you, but it's more of a focus on the uh, on the turn-based strategy rather than you know Pokemon this year seems to be doing something different. You know, before before the podcast ends, be, please be aware of Pokemon spoilers. The whole Pokedex has been leaked out, and you can hmm. see everything. If you don't want to, don't look at it. Uh, just uh, make heads up, stay away from Twitter if you're trying not to see all the Pokemon. Uh, Got it. I'm already a Sprigadito fan. Love my grass cats, grass starters. That's what, I, that's what <laughs> oh we go for God. here. It begins. <laughs> yep. So thank you guys for listening. We would appreciate it if you would share the podcast with people you think you know would like us. And if you would review it on your podcast, any platform of choice. If you're interested, we do have a Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, uh, Instagram. If you're interested in following us and asking us anything along those lines on any of those social platforms. And in case you don't mm. want to reach to us out on social platforms, we have an email at high sensitivity podcast at gmail.com at which we can be reached as well. Again, thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. See you later.